Hey, hey, what do you say? It is the Sporting Chance Podcast. We're back. Episode 68. And this one is dedicated to the playoffs of all playoffs. Stanley Cup. We've got that. We've got hockey cards. And we got a cream ale. So let's get into it. <laughs> Like I just went over, we're back for the newest episode. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, good whatever time you're listening. I'm Matt Marantea. We're back with the Sporting Chance Podcast. So today, I'm taking a break from Philadelphia sports in general, mostly because they're bad and frustrating, and I still don't really feel like I can talk about the Union for more than three consecutive minutes or so. So, in that vein, uh, I am talking about the NHL in general right now. Uh, and basically, it is a, uh, you know, it, it's the best time of year. You know, it's not quite Christmas because it's the cup, right? And this is... You know, what, what it comes down to each and every year, the Stanley Cup, a big 33-pound trophy that is, I mean, it, it's beautiful. It's silver. It shines. It, <laughs> <sighs> there's just something about it that really, you know, it's hard to describe, right? Because it's one of those story trophies, right? The names are on it from over a hundred years ago. Uh, you know, you only get a day with it. You have to sort of give it back at the start of the year. Uh, it is really... It, it, it's really an incredible, uh, incredible thing. Right? Um... And now is really an incredible time if you are trying to get somebody into hockey, right? The two teams that are playing sort of right now, I've got it on in the background, the Edmonton Oilers and the Colorado Avalanche, right? Defensively, they might not be the greatest teams of all time, but offensively, right, between Connor McDavid, uh, Leon Dreisaitl, Nathan McKinnon, uh, Vander Kane's playing out of his mind right now, right? A guy like Kale McCarr, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. There is as much physical talent on the ice at one time as we've seen in, in a very long time. And it's, right, that there's the obvious comparisons to the Oilers teams of old that had Gretzky, Messier, Curry, uh, you know, Paul Coffey. This, this is different because it's a different game, right? It's faster. Uh, the physicality is different, right? The equipment is different. Um, you know, it, it, it is a game that uh, has gone through a lot of changes since sort of those days of old with those sort of legendary skill-type players. But... If if you're a fan, if you're someone who's loved the game for a long, long time, and 
right, watching this series and then the other series with the Rangers, who are as deep a roster as there is right now and, and shockingly young against Tampa Bay, the two-time defending champions, it's from from a skill standpoint, from a level standpoint, this might be the best hockey played uh, in the past decade, right? And it's, you know, everything you want it to be. It's fast. It's physical. It's skilled. There are guys, you know, out there who are, you know, pulling off moves that you think would be reserved for practice or, you know, going around a cone or a dummy. And then at the same time, you've got, you know, best player in the world like Connor McDavid, who's taking runs at guys, throwing big hits. They're doing a little bit of everything in here, and that's what makes the playoffs, you know, so special. All right, because as much as you have positions, right, in hockey and people have roles, right, everyone has to do everything. Everybody has to block shots. Everybody has to, you know, skate everyone has to be physical everyone has to do those sort of fundamental things right it's not like football right where the linemen do what the linemen do receivers catch the ball running backs run quarterbacks throw right there's no defined roles right even with basketball right you're still sort of playing in the box of your own position right here it doesn't matter what your skill level where you are in the lineup it, it, all that matters is getting the job done. And you see people take risks, you know, dive in front of pucks, put their bodies on the line. It's, you know, it, it's truly astounding. And each year it gears up, right? The speed goes up, the skill goes up. And right now it's at at the highest skill level that we've seen sort of, again, in the last decade at least. So this is the time, if you are a casual fan, to really get invested. It's the time, if you know someone who's ripe to be converted, sit them down, right? Give them some food, get them to watch a game. And I got to say, the the TNT broadcasts and, you know, having uh, Paul Bissonette, Anson Carter... Wayne Gretzky, Tockett, right? Having these guys, they, they've really come together and created a, a pretty entertaining, coherent between the period show. Uh, you know, I think something is left to be desired on the play by play aspect in, uh, of it right now. But the NHL is running a decently tight show for the first time in a while. It's the time to fully invest, right? Introduce to people, get people in. And, and just keep watching. It, it's really fantastic. And on that note, I'm going to switch gears and talk a little bit about the Flyers. Before I do that, I am going to open a beer because it is absolutely necessary. So this one is Axe and Arrow. It's called Good Game. It is a cream ale brewed with orange and vanilla can crackers. And there we go. All benefits go to... The Elk Township Little League, which is nice. I love Little League, right? Can crackers. We're going in three, two, one. Oh, and they're not kidding uh, <laughs> about that orange. It kind of smells like pulp. 
It definitely comes out sort of that color too. But <laughs> that's crazy. It kind of looks like tang or almost like some type of orange Gatorade. <laughs> right? Because it's not very heady, it's a little pale. Well, ain't that something. Anyway, now that that can's empty, let's get into the flyers and what they can do uh, to, you know, get to here. Well, obviously, they have to hire a new coach, right? That's step one. So I didn't really necessarily write that down, but I I'm trying to prioritize their needs, and they have the fifth pick in the draft this year. Uh, they've got an extra first-round pick from Florida. I believe that they've sort of got to build out their team from the back end first because that seems to be where they struggle the most, uh, you know, keeping games, lower scoring, and having the talent to really transition and create offense. So that sort of leads me to believe the defense has to be the uh, – you know, priority for the team going forward. After that, it's going to be center and winger. But, uh, you know, where they're picking in the draft right now, uh, you know, at five, uh, you have, you know, players like uh, Pavel Minkurev, you know, he's available or, or should be in that range, right? You've got another guy like, say, a Kevin Korchinski, right, who might be available. Um, very, very good players. Could they be difference makers? I don't know, right? I don't think a guy like Denton Matnichuk or Owen Pickering is going to be way too high to pick those guys. I mean, you're probably going to miss out on, say, a Cutter Gaithier, right? He's a left winger, though. Um, Matthew Savoy's too small. Connor Geeky, uh, you know, is a center. So that is high up on the list. He could be right in there. And that's, right, they need a top-end center, right? No disrespect to Sean Couturier. He's a good player. He's a really good player. Selkie Trophy winner, great two-way game. He can't be relied on as your main offensive weapon, especially now that Claude Giroux is gone and probably is not coming back. So that leaves you with trying to create scoring. So you need that sort of high-skill kind of guy. Right? And this is something you either have to address it in free agency or the draft. Right? So it, it comes down to that. And I think that's ultimately going to be... <sighs> Uh, you know, I think ultimately that's what it's going to come down to uh, with this fifth pick. And then whichever they don't go with, with that really high pick is, you know, going to be addressed in free agency. And also winger, because I just don't think they have enough skill, right? You have Joel Farabee, that's great. You have a guy like Wade Allison, who could be something. You have Konechny, who's still 
relatively useful. But other than that, where, right? I don't think Oscar Lindblom is going to reach those high heights. Um, and it, you know, it, it, it's a shame. Uh, you know, some the guys just aren't working out like we thought. Right, Cam Atkinson, he's still a useful player. Uh, but other than that, you're kind of devoid of that top-end talent, right? I think Owen Tippett is going to be pretty good. I think he's a guy that will be in the lineup next year that is going to do pretty well for himself. But, right, at what point, right, how high does he reach, right, as a former sort of first-round pick? Right, Cam York should be with the team full time. Right, he's a guy we'll see a lot. You know, maybe Noah Cates, you know, gets a chance to stick with it, sort of help transform that bottom six. Bobby Brink, right, he'll get a shot to make the team out of camp. You know, the, the, it's going to be very young, so you got to be careful about chemistry, who you're bringing in, who that leadership core is. Right. And right now, like identifying a coach, that's. Right, that's a very tough call. I would love, you know, I would love the idea of Tockett coming in. I just think, you know, he's a guy who understands it all. Right, that's why, you know, Sammy Kapanen's coming back. He sort of fits that mold together. I mean, they were teammates, I believe. Too, um, John Tortorella. He seems like he's worn himself thin. I don't know if he would survive. He's kind of like one of those Elaine Vigneault types can come in, get results in one or two years, but by the time you hit that third or fourth year, the message is kind of gone. Um, Barry Trotz, right? He's a great coach. I don't know if he's going to work out, right? Things seem to be going well on the island uh, for the Islanders until they weren't. Uh, you know, a guy like Jim Montgomery, you know, he's sort of a, a hot coaching name that's come about now, but... Right, sort of deciding how they're going to go in sort of in free agency will depend on the coach that they ultimately end up selecting. So that's why I'm trying not to speculate too too much over the whole thing. Right, essentially. But at the same time, uh, you know, it is exciting to talk about. I got back on the ice. Um, for the first time in a long time uh, with, you know, the team, with the high schoolers. Man, that was fun. I, I You don't realize how much you miss it until it's there and it's back. And uh, I'm, I'm very excited for year three in that regard. But what I'm also excited for... Huh. That's an interesting taste. Now, I like Axanero, too. They haven't made a bad beer, you know, in my eyes. You know, from, from ones that I've had yet. But this one, it's a little, a little different, a little funky, almost. Okay. But, 
as I was saying, it's time to once again uh, get to that part of the show where I open cards. And this one, random hockey polls, which have gotten a bit more fun since I've started using the Colex app. I'll talk a little more about that later. Okay. All right. We start with a Brian Little, right? Hmm. Nice little upper decker there. Uh, John Drews, look at that old school card. Paul, <laughs> he's Burt. I love those old devil uniforms with the green on them, right? Dave Christian, right? Helped innovate the Christian hockey stick, right? Sergey Makarov, he was one of those really early Russian guys, sort of helped change that whole thing coming on. Brian Prop in a Bruins jersey. How about that? That's not something you see every day. Pat La 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 Fontaine, one of the greatest pure goal scorers ever. Right, Dale Hunter, he was a pest. He was a fighter, one of the toughest guys in the league. Also very skilled. Right, Perry Brisewan, love those old North Star logos. Grant Layard. <laughs> I think he's going to get the puck there. Yep, well-traveled D-man. Rick Vave, right? Look at that Cooper bucket. Jeez. Now, he, he was good. He was good. Physical. Oh, another layer. Yep. Todd Elick. He was part of those crazy Kings teams in the early 90s. Ronnie Tugnut, baby. Look at that. Oh, Mike Gartner. He's a great guy. Brian Mullen, Oof. three Ledyards. Ah, oh, and then Dougie Gilmore, right? Gilmore, one of the better players of the 80s and 90s. Whew. Nice. I love all those, right? And the coolest thing about these is that I can log these all and get an approximate price for them in minutes, right? Thanks to the Colex app. Now, obviously, you know this is not an not an ad for anything like that. Um, I would tell you if it was. I promise. <laughs> but right, so you know, as a as a as a for instance, if oh yeah, so as a for instance, right, with this Dougie Gilmore card. All I got to do is pull it up, take a picture, right? Select the category, take a picture of the front, take a picture of the back, and it's already sort of preloaded with tons of approximate values, averages uh, from auctions. It's you know, something that, that's very, very handy. Uh, it can get you a lot of quick information. And, right, now this Doug Gilmore card is averaging, what, 31 cents right now? Sort of, uh... At least that's what it looks like. Right, it, but... You know, averaging around, yeah, 
31 cents based on you know what the the numbers are saying through uh, the app so you know is it gonna make me any money no but is it still uh, an interesting card to take a look at yeah And, you know, this is, again, a very handy app. Seemingly using it a lot these days. Um, right, And you can take a picture through the app. You can take a picture through your phone and then upload it to the app after the fact. Yeah, it's... It's a, it's a, it's a brand new world, right? <laughs> uh, anyway, getting to this beer right so made a couple comments that uh, you know it does have that orange to it I'm not really getting the vanilla and it does come out a little juicy that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's very easy drinking. It's only 5% alcohol. It can... It's got a nice citrusy zing to it. It's a good summer beer. It's... I would say maybe the balance is off a little bit. You know, I, I would think maybe there might be a little more vanilla. There might be a little more ahead to the whole thing but right right it works it's good it's a good drink good summer pop to it so yeah happy with that certainly uh <laughs> enjoying that enjoying these cards enjoying bringing you the podcast as always so thank you for tuning in listening to me uh, if you want to follow along with the show, you know, at the Sport Chance Pod on Twitter and Instagram, at Matthew Marite on Twitter, at mmaritea22 on the Instagrams. Uh, Untapped is mmaritea22, medium for writing stuff, Bell and the Birdman, you know, for other things. I'm on LinkedIn too, right? Everybody could use more followers on LinkedIn. Why not? So, uh, yeah, thank you for uh, stopping by. Cheers.